This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. Presented by Dunphy Ford. Krumpetich has his man one-on-one. Chris Monty gets him inside. The foul. Count it. And one. He floated in the lane. He put it in from six feet away. Speedy Morris doesn't like it. But Dave Krumpetich has put the Explorers up four. An ill-advised pass stolen by Ryan Winslow. They find Stukes. No one rebounding. He shoots the three. It doesn't matter. It's good. Amar Stukes gives LaSalle, believe this, the lead. 37-36. Wow. 6.58 to go, fourth quarter. Are you kidding me? And this LaSalle student section is absolutely batty right now. This kid is incredible. Pound for pound, man. He is so tough. And it's time for tip-off. We take you now courtside, where Bob Long has the call. Welcome into LaSalle College High School in Winmore, Pennsylvania, for a non-league matchup between the Explorers of LaSalle and the Blue Pride of Cristo Ray High School. Bob Long, Joe winning alongside, and Joe, here we go. Back at it, you and me for some more high school basketball. I'm excited to get back to it, and we start our coverage, you and me, with the a game between two teams that haven't hit their strike quite yet. LaSalle, 3-3, three and three, coming off three one-possession games, two losses, and the last one a win against North Penn. They're looking to turn the page, turn the new year, and get ready for uh, big-time basketball in the Philadelphia Catholic League. Well, Bob, like anything, this this will be just like riding a bike for the two of us getting back uh, getting back behind the saddle. But, you know, you're talking about two teams going, I think, in two different, two different directions. We talk about LaSalle, they're coming off a big win. Uh, the last time out against North Penn. What a great way to go into the holidays. Come back now against an opponent, which, you know, you ask around, not a whole lot of information because it's a relatively new school. Um, one thing you, that jumps out at you, not a whole lot of size, which should really help this this lengthy LaSalle Explorer basketball team. That's exactly right. Six foot two, Emmanuel Reese, a senior, will be the tallest on the starting lines for the Cristo Ray Blue Pride, which we'll get into in just one minute. But again, a tough road matchup against North Penn. They always say no place like home for the holidays, Joe, and they return for just their second game here in Winmore on the 2016-2017 campaign. Well, yeah, and it's interesting. You talk, you know, uh, to anybody that's familiar with the North Penn basketball program, they'll say, well, you know, it's, it's, it's seven football players trying to play basketball. Okay, well, you know, if you want to take that away from them, say, you know, maybe they're not all, you know, focused singularly on basketball. But you're talking about some of the tougher, you know, runners up to the state championship yep. St. Joe's prep team football so you, 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 got, you got some pretty tough kids out there that you're dealing with so you got to give us out credit where credit's due that they were able to battle that one out behind uh behind the junior Sean Simon Sean Simon will start today for the LaSalle Explorers 6'2 junior number 33 Zach Chrysler number 24 at six foot eight, a sophomore averaging 11 a game he'll start Conrad Kiska Matt Paulus and Jared Stukes will fill out the backcourt. And then on the, blue, on the blue pride side, it'll be Emmanuel Reese, Marquise Freeman, Jaron Gray-Davis, Vlad Castillo, and Elijah Warner. We're underway, a half-hearted attempt at the tap from Emmanuel Reese, and it's won by Zach Chrysler. We're underway. Conrad Kiska has the basketball, dribbles into the lane, puts it up, no good, a little bit of a piece on it. By Reese, and back the other way comes the Blue Pride. Crystal Ray into the front court. Here's Vlad Castillo on the left wing, picks up his dribble, guarded by Simon, able to find Reese. Going back to the offensive possession, though, Bob, if you're LaSalle, you're excited to see Conrad Kiska get right involved in the offense, get a shot up early, trying to get himself back into some rhythm offensively. 
Elijah Warner, the six foot one freshman, turns with the basketball, looks inside. Going to the outside now. Here's the three. Back iron no good from Marquise Freeman on the left wing. And Kiska with the long board. Jaron Gray-Davis should have gone up with that one on the other end. Kiska tries again. Can't get it. Own rebound. Out to Simon. The three is no good. Kiska Yeoman's work inside. Puts it up. Fouled. Count it. And one off the glass. That's what you're talking about. Going back on the defensive set, Bob. Great job by Zach Krilser falling back to help out underneath what looked to be a wide open shot underneath the basket. Uh, good recovery defense, able to get out on the floor, stretch it. And that's really what, what one of the t intangibles with Conrad Kiska is the ability at uh, six foot six to run the floor, that time driving all the way to the lane, missing on the initial, but uh, getting the rebound, put back, shot up, and an opportunity for three. Short on the free throw, but two points early for Conrad Kiska and three, maybe four field goal attempts already in just two possessions. And you think that. Perhaps Joe Dempsey is saying, this is your time to be aggressive here. This is your time to learn what your role is going to be in this offense. He scored 24 in the first game against Math Civics and Sciences, 13 in the next against North Allegheny. Hasn't scored more than eight since, and this is a sophomore in Kiska that this Explorer offense is going to count on this year. With the height, edge, and athleticism, Bob loves seeing LaSalle coming out in the man-to-man. Wow. A blocking foul called against Matt Paula says, he ran to the outside, tried to take the charge on Warner beyond the three-point line, but kind of jumped into Warner, who may have banged knees with the senior Paulus. A lot of times you know, when you have that height advantage, you're tempted to go into that 2-3, compress it back, especially when you have the skilled players up top with Paulus and, and uh, Stooks, but for LaSalle being, a very being very aggressive early on on defense. Having trouble getting it in, they do it to Vlad Castillo, the safety valve. He's guarded by Sean Simon and turns up near the logo. LaSalle in the man-to-man. -man. Still Castillo on the ball. Gets to the bucket, spins in the lane. And they recover back outside. Jaron Gray-Davis could have been a travel. Emmanuel Reese now has it on the right wing. Elijah Warner on the handoff, guarded by Conrad Kiska. Warner turns at the elbow, looks back up top for Vlad Castillo. Guarded by Paulus. Simon gets the hand in there. They can't get the steal. Opens up a baseline look. Gray Davis is good. The 5'8 senior. A long two. Running the floor as Chrysler puts it up and good on the feed from Jared Stukes. And that's just beating the defense down the floor, Joe. Yeah, but at six foot eight, running the floor like that for the big man. That's fantastic work. And way to reward the big fella. Stukes gets a hand on it, knocks it out of bounds right by the LaSalle bench. Four to two, Explorers lead. 5.40 to play first quarter. I think the matchup, if you're if you're Chris O'Dell, right, they want to exploit a little bit more early on is the one-on-one -on -one they have with Vlad Castillo and Sean Simon. But Simon plants a pretty good defense so far, shutting it down. Long three is good. Just as I say it. Vlad Castillo knocks it down from the left side. Three. Nothing like timing. <laughs> Joe winning, you bring out the best, and not only LaSalle, but their opponents. Chrysler to the bucket. Head fakes, can't get it the first time, taps it up and good with the right hand, getting his own rebound. Six, six to five now, Explorers lead. Wide open to the cup. A big time block by Zach Chrysler. Vlad Castillo didn't even see him. He came out of nowhere, did Chrysler, and knocked it down high off the glass. Boy, that was a phenomenal block. He had a foul in transition coming back on Marquise Freeman, and I'm surprised to see it, Bob, because really early on so far, the rest have been letting a lot of contact go. You go back to those original two possessions. I mean, Conrad got hit two or three times on, on his first two shots. Left wing three from Kiska, a little short, and the rebound down to Emmanuel Reese. 
That foul on Marquise Freeman, his second already. Just two team fouls on Crystal Ray. But Freeman with two under three minutes into this one. Now we tick under five minutes to go in the first quarter. And LaSalle leads six to five. Stukes guards on the perimeter. Jaron Gray-Davis jumps and passes it to Freeman. Castillo thought about it. Five feet beyond the three-point line. Now comes the elbow. Fires up a crazy shot off the front rim. No good. Chrysler snatches the board. Now an extra pass. Simon three. It's good. Good extra pass at the top of the key from Zach Chrysler, who Joe went four for five from beyond the arc against North Penn. But that's the unselfishness to find the open look. Exactly right. And what great ball movement. It's six foot eight. No one's going to be blocking his shot tonight. But the unselfishness to give the rock up. Backcourt violation as Elijah Warner fumbled with the pass and knocked it into the backcourt. Bob, so far early on, you look at the scoring, pretty balanced attack for the Explorers so far. Conrad Kiska with two, Zach Chrysler with four. Now Sean Simon getting involved in the action with three to get the Explorers out to a nine. 9-5 lead. Jared Stooks will start the offensive proceedings, this possession for the Explorers. 4.06 to play first quarter. Good look to Chrysler. He'll launch the three and hit. Nice smooth smoke for, uh, stroke from the 6-8 sophomore Zach Chrysler. So far he's, he's really playing as advertised. He can do so many things and here we go. Conrad Kiska all alone to the bucket. Two-handed flush off the steal. And that time the net gets stuck on this side. It did earlier after the bucket for Vlad Castillo. So a brief stoppage and a timeout by head coach Guy Moore of Cristo Ray and LaSalle putting it on them early here, Joe, 14-5. to Yeah, you talk about timeout when you need it. I mean, the, the, the wheels are coming off a little bit early on. A couple good possessions offensively for Cristo Del Rey, moving the ball around. Still a little too much dribbling for my liking, but moving the ball around created two good opportunities offensively. Now coming back down, been sloppy, lost the ball in transition twice, and LaSalle, very much to their credit, has taken advantage of those uh, those mistakes by Cristo Del Rey to get themselves out to a nine-pointed edge here very early on in the first. It's a very interesting year for this LaSalle basketball team, Joe. We'll talk about it certainly throughout the course of the year. Losing Ryan McTimney, losing Shane Stark, both of which going to Ursinus in the Centennial Conference, and, of course, Dan Rimaldi graduating as well. So that's three starters from that team the entire front court gone but now you have Zach Chrysler playing a much bigger role Conrad Kiska a much bigger role and this time now it's the seniors that have the experience in the back court versus one, the front court an area where you really have to give coach Dempsey a lot of credit was he was not nervous about putting Conrad Kiska and Zach Chrysler into the, into games last year when it mattered he got these freshman experience which is paying off this year now to the bucket, up and under, not going to get it to go. Rebound by Zach Chrysler. Good, pretty good defense there from Sean Simon. Now good look inside. Conrad Kiska is blocked on his way up by Vlad Castillo. End-to-end -end action. Cristo Ray comes with it past the timeline now. I think that time Conrad Kiska didn't realize how deep underneath the basket he was. Um, to be able to put, have to force up a shot like that in transition, not what you need. Aiken to the bucket, no good. Jaheim Aiken just came back into the game. Now Stukes shoulders contact up and off the glass. It rolls off the rim. Two free throws coming up for Jared Stukes. Good outlet pass from Chrysler. 
Sprung Stukes to the bucket. First foul on Emmanuel Reese, the six foot two senior. And make no mistake about it. I mean, you know, Coach Dempsey told his guys, listen, put the track shoes on. We're running tonight, and they are early on. And that all starts, you know, obviously, Bob, that starts with creating turnovers, getting rebounds on the defensive end. They're turning those into points offensively. First free throw, no good from Jared Stukes. Into the game comes number 21, Brett Warner, number 43, Jack Rothenberg. End over and spin for Stukes. He goes one of two and will be replaced by Alan Powell. Powell, the sophomore, averaging five and a half points a game. Really excited to get a look at Austin Powell, Alan Powell here tonight, Bob. I, I got the opportunity to see him at the JV level net last year, but I, I've heard tremendous strides during the summer workouts. Yep, a lot stronger than he was last year. Very comfortable with the basketball. Now Sean Simon going for the steal. Lucky to not be called for a foul there, but hounds the defense, or very hounding defense. Here's Jaheim Aiken. Handoff for Desi Smith. Smith is guarded by Powell. The handoff for Jaron Gray-Davis. Davis guarded by Werner, and now they reset to Aiken. Christo Ray not able to move the basketball inside. 2.24 to play in the first quarter. Powell gets the steal. One-on-one -on -one to the bucket. Can't finish, but is hit from behind. Got him up near the head area. 2.16 to play, and Powell will shoot two at the line with the Explorers leading 15-5. to five. Bob, all these, all these offensive opportunities for the Explorers start from on the defensive end. Another fast break transition look there this time from Allen Powell. And I'm really impressed by the way they're switching off at the top of the key. Uh, we all know about how, uh, how athletic Brett Werner is, but... Switching off to play the, play the one and two guard on, 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 a, on a singular possession, allowing Allen Powell to get matched up with a three and a steal, turn that into a transition and a bucket. Powell hit the first free throw. Here's his second. End over end spin. Soft touch and goes down. 17-5, Explorers lead. 2-16 to play here in the first quarter. Full court pressure by LaSalle. Desi Smith. We'll pass off for Aiken. Aiken guarded by Simon. And is across the timeline. Double comes on him. Good luck. Now an extra pass gets to the corner, but a little high, and Gray Davis can't put up the shot. Well, Sal back into the man-to-man. -man. You don't want to oversimplify things, Bob, but with the size of the LaSalle Explorers, it just seems like Cristo Del Rey has nowhere to go in the lane. And a travel. Pretty easy call there against Jaheim Aiken. Back oh, the yeah. other way to LaSalle. No doubt about it. But that just goes back to the point. I mean, getting the ball in the lane, and otherwise, pretty good opportunity to score. Sees the two long arms of uh, Rothenberg and Werner. Two step, th uh, three steps and an yep. easy call for the ref. And a pretty bad giveaway by Allen Powell in the backcourt and then fouls number 24, Jaheim Aiken. That's Powell's first foul of the game. And enough to drive a head coach crazy. Sophomore mistakes. They look to the back, or the weak side block. No good on the little shovel forward by Desi Smith. And now Powell comes the other way. A minute 40 to play first quarter, 17 to 5 Explorers lead. Warner catches it at the high at the gives looking for a high ball screen. Now he gives it for Matt Paulus. Simon a 3. Line drive shot won't go down and the rebound down to Samaj White. And up the floor comes Christo Ray. 80 seconds to play in the first quarter. Gray Davis gets into the lane all the way through, puts it up, counted in one. Circus shot as he goes up and under and shovels it home off the glass. 
And I believe they had the foul there, fair the foul there called on Simon. Really found himself kind of in no man's land, coming off a screen, had no help defense coming towards the middle, just a reach in, and uh, you know you, you call it a circus shot. You know, look what I found here from uh, yep. Jaron Gray Davis, but the basket counts. Gray Davis puts in the free throw. It's 17-8. to LaSalle leading. A minute 10 to play in this first quarter. Here's Kiska looking for Paulus. Explorers now spacing the floor. Cutting to the basket as Rothenberg gets blocked on the up and under, and the foul goes against Brett Werner on the rebound down to Samaj White. Samaj White at six foot four, already corralling a few rebounds, giving some height much needed to this Blue Pride team. Yeah, Bob, you can't run that play any better. Conrad Kiska setting the high screen, the, the, the cut down to the basket, fade to the corner to open it up for Rothenberg, and unable to convert on what should have been a made layup. Double team, LaSalle can't force the turnover, so now a three is no good. White gets the rebound high off the glass, can't finish. The second finish is good. All in one motion from Elijah Warner, the six foot one freshman. Second chance opportunities off the miss. Can't give the, off the other team the opportunity off a miss to score again. Warner to the bucket. That one will go down. Good footwork, kept the pivot foot, one power dribble, and the left handed finish is good off the glass. 18 seconds to play, 19 to 10 is the score. LaSalle leading. Paulus gets his hand in there and gets the steal. Pulls up for three, and it's good. Matt Paulus rattles it home. Six seconds to play now in the first quarter, 22 to 10. Stolen again. Paulus is going to get one more look off for Kiska. Off the glass and good at the buzzer. 24 to 10, and a great look, Joe, that time. Not even just the steal, which was phenomenal by Rothenberg, but Paulus knowing exactly how much time is left. Feeding it to Kiska, who got it up in plenty of time. And you're, we're, we're going to say that Paul has finished up that first half with, with, with the three-pointer with about 10 seconds left. But rest assured, those last two that went into Conrad Kiska scoring column, they belong to Paul's as well. Very unselfish. Had a look at the basket, gave it up to the open, shrieking Kiska. And again, talk about rewarding the big man for running the floor. Phenomenal basketball from the Explorers so far. 24 points in just eight minutes of play. We'll take a break and come back on the other side. This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on BLS in this portion of today's game. Brought to you by our friends at Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate, and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at dunphyford.com. Beginning of the second quarter here from LaSalle College High School. LaSalle against Cristo Ray, the Blue Pride. Relatively new high school down on North Broad Street here in Philadelphia. And out to win more for some basketball action on Boxing Day. And ball knocked out of bounds by Alan Powell. It'll stay with Cristo Ray. Just six seconds off the clock here in the second quarter. 
Now Aiken will take it across the timeline. He's guarded man-to-man -man by Powell. Matt McMahon just came into the game. Rothenberg stays. And then Kiska and Chrysler will finish off the five on the floor. Gray can't hit it off the bucket or off the, uh, the backboard and no good. Good look for Rothenberg. Goes baseline. Good look to the cutting. Kiska, a two-handed flush. Great ball movement there by the Explorers, Bob. And what I really like more than anything else right now, the quick little glimpse of the future for the Explorers. Four sophomores on the floor for LaSalle. Crazy shot off the glass. Bailed out with a foul. Jaheim Aiken pulled it over his head and threw it over top like he was throwing a soccer ball in from out of bounds. But the foul will go against Alan Powell. That's his second. But I would note is an otherwise uh, relatively younger crew out here. Hard to kind of get the rhythm for exactly what is the tone of this game and, and what's going to be a foul, what's not. Sure, an officiating team, crew specifically. The officiating yep. crew, yep. my apologies. Um, in terms of there have been some off-balance shots with a lot of contact, and it seems like they didn't call it because of that. No better explain than an off-balance shot when you're basically sling-rocking sling it at, <laughs> yeah. at the basketball, at the, at, at the hoop. McMahon's going to get a baseline look for three short. The rebound down to Samaj White. But gaping holes right now in this Cristo Ray defense. They're trying to employ some full-court pressure right now, Joe. and They're just not frankly, getting back. It's not working. And they're <laughs> not getting back. They're not doing a good job getting back when they're not getting the turnover initially. Uh, just not a whole lot of movement back on defense. Desi Smith, great head fake to get Chrysler in the air, but can't finish on the ensuing shot. Up ahead of the defense, Rothenberg. High off the glass, short. And the rebound down to Cristo Ray. Jaron Gray-Davis. Holding three inches, though. Rothenberg's got to attack that basket. Don't let a five foot, five foot eleven guard disrupt your shot. Ball knocked out of bounds as Christo Ray came down the floor. Was picked away from behind, out of bounds by LaSalle. Rothenberg will come out of the game. Sean Simon replaces him. Jared Stukes into the game as well. Gray Davis tries to throw it in off the leg of Chrysler. Successfully does so and earns another throw-in opportunity. Desi Smith now will try to throw it in a bit more successfully and retain possession. He struggles, though. Throws it high over the head of his player, and now here comes Stukes to the Bombs bucket. Away. Throws a shot up. No good from Conrad Kiska. They tried to go for the lob, but wasn't nearly enough to give an alley-oop opportunity. Now a corner three for Chris. So Ray is good. Jaheim Aiken, the 5'10 freshman, puts it in, and... For the second time on this side of the floor, the net gets stuck, so a momentary stoppage. And I like the idea. I really do. I like the idea by Jared Stukes in transition, but that lob's got to be out in front of the basket. That time way too close to the rack, giving Kiska no opportunity to get his hands on it. 6-10 to play, second quarter, 26-14, LaSalle leads. Man-to-man -man defense for Christo Ray. Matt McMahon has it now on the right wing. They look inside for Chrysler, puts it up, fouled, counted, and won. And that's strength to get it up on the backboard, Joe. He was pretty much tied up from the moment he caught that ball, still able to force it up. And a really nice job keeping that right foot still, Bob. The coaches, you can see, are speaking to the officials right now for Christo Del Rey, speaking to the ref referee crew about they thought he dragged that foot. No way. Kept it still, absorbed the contact, and now wraps it up. Yes, he knocks down the free throw pure. Nearly gets a steal on the other end. Knocked out of bounds. Last touch by Chrysler, however. But that's great defense and great effort from your 6'8 center, Joe. I mean, a 6'6 six, six and 6'8, six, though, what, what Conrad Kiska and Zach Chrysler are able to do defensively, just, just shimmers of, of hope about what this team can present later this year and moving forward. 
Now here's the weave. They go inside to the baseline. Marquise Freeman and plays catch with Desi Smith. Now here comes Samaj White right at the top of the key. Head fake to the bucket. Puts it up and is blocked. Could have been Chris Kiska or Chrysler. Now here comes Kiska the other way. Great look to McMahon. Baseline three. Bang. 32-14 now. 5-21 to play second quarter. That's a great look from Conrad Kiska, and that's the value he brings as a ball handler as well. Short of this possession as the ball is now on the left side for Chris. I was wondering, had they forgot the left side of the court was open? Three is no good. Pretty ugly from Jaheim Aiken, and here comes LaSalle. You can kind of get that back up three anytime you want, Joe. I would say at the end of the shot clock, but that's my college broadcasting coming back to me there. You can get that anytime you want, period, at the high school level. Here inside to Chrysler, puts it up and good. Way too deep, and that's the work being done ahead of time. Zach Chrysler got inside, and Samaje White had no prayer. Good vision from Kiska. And, and, and you love what you're doing. I mean, listen, you look across the board, the tallest player for Chris Del Rey at six foot four, not getting on the court, um, not on the court currently, excuse me. So you got six nine, excuse me, six eight, six six, and six three on the court for LaSalle. Attack the basket underneath. Force it down low to your bigs. If it's not there, they'll kick it out. But so far, if it ain't broke, don't fix it. Keep going back and feeding the big men. 34-14 to 14 the score. Timeout on the floor. And you are listening to LaSalle College High School basketball on Bob Long Sports. This portion of today's game brought to you by our partners in Hall and Hess O'Connell. The attorneys at Hall and Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. Welcome back. This is LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. 448 to play. Christo Del Rey has the basketball. Walking across the timeline is Marquise Freeman, and they trail 34-14. LaSalle now into a 2-3 zone. One of the things that Joe Dempsey wants to work on. It's not a staple of LaSalle basketball, but good teams, they need to be able to play multiple defenses. That's what you're seeing here, Joe. Corner three, no good. Good rebound and outlet pass by Chrysler to the bucket. Kiska, a two-handed flush again off the feed from Jared Stooks. Conrad Kiska now enters into double digits with 10 points. Three of those coming off big league slams, two-handed jams. Inside they go, double team, and they throw it away. The double-team pressure of Chrysler and Simon, too much to handle for Vlad Castillo, and back to LaSalle it goes. Bob, this is a, a, a new team, a team trying to find an identity in Christo, Christo Ray, the pride. But you know what? We talked about it during the break. This is what you're supposed to do to teams that are not of your level. You come out, you dominate the Explorers, largely through their sophomores early on in this game, have done that to the tune of a 22-point edge. Now matchup zone here for Christo Ray. Inside they go to Stooks. Good look to the top of the key. Simon launches. No good off the front rim. Saved and knocked off the body of Christo Ray. That's Desi Smith. Conrad Kiska, the one jumping out of bounds, hustling and keeping possession with the Explorers. Certainly not one to call out last game's hero, Sean Simon, but did look like we had a wide open Matt Paulus from his sweet spot, the left wing for three. 
Now he gets a baseline three, does Paulus. The three is no good off the back iron. Sean Simon and Jared Stooks chase down the rebound. Now a good look to Simon. He thought about the long three from the left wing, instead resets. High ball screen from Chrysler. Now Kiska has it on the baseline. Inside Chrysler, left-handed finish will not go. Gets it right back off the glass. Too strong that time. And now Christo Ray will come back up the floor. Elijah Warner goes up high and gets the board at six foot one. And the one thing I was concerned about coming into this year was going to be whether Conrad Kiska was going to establish, you know, an interior presence. Last year we saw his ability to shoot the three, a la Steve Smith, um, from from I would say five or six years back. But it's good to see him tonight with a, with the size advantage, being willing to get to the basket, not only get to the basket but finish. 2.45 to play, 36-14 LaSalle. Final few minutes of the first half. Here's Emmanuel Reese with the basketball. The handoff from Marquise Freeman, the diminutive senior point guard. Here's a three near the top of the key. Well long and pretty ugly again from Elijah Warner. Good pass up the floor. Jared Stooks finishes. It's Sean Simon, number 33, on the assist. A really solid heave up the floor you know and, and the problem you see is around this low eight style of offense is Christo Ray they just have too many bodies underneath the basket they're not going to win off a missed shot yep. and they're leaving them, themselves so vulnerable in transition there's nobody to help out in transition and uh, hey listen Joe from an offensive standpoint now LaSalle going into zone that's tough anyway but more bodies inside do not space in the floor tough to get drives to the basket as well I mean it's, uh, it doesn't seem like the proper offense to be running. I agree with you wholeheartedly. Now a baseline look from three. Again, well long from Elijah Warner. He doesn't have it today. Good look from Warner, and Warner's going to score. So Paulus actually to Warner on that transition bucket. Warner finishes with the left hand. I think I wanted to see Warner flush that one home, Joe. Oh, didn't we all? But we've already, <laughs> seen, we've already seen three. Let's not get too greedy, Bob, around the holidays. <laughs> Inside they go to the elbow. Ball on the floor. A long three, top of the key. That one's short. Paulus has the rebound. Gets by the first defender. Don't really have numbers, but he goes at the bucket anyways and gets hammered on his way to the basket. Two foul shots upcoming for Paulus. Paulus going coast to coast that time. Just a team and offense without any type of identity, no rhythm whatsoever. I mean, two bad shots, two near turnovers for Christo Ray. It's it's just a team that, like like we've talked about, is is really trying to find an identity and uh, and struggling early on tonight. It's a team that's played a couple of Catholic League opponents so far. St. Joe's Prep, Father Judge. There was a slated matchup against Cardinal O'Hara, but that result. Not reported either on the Cardinal O'Hara site or the Christo Ray's site. So not sure if that game was ever played. It was right around the 23rd of December, so right around Christmas, of course, Joe. Uh, but Bob, those other teams were able to handle Christo Ray. I'm going to tell you, Bob, if, I'm, I'm not taking a cheap shot, but I'm not sure I'd be the quickest one to update the uh, team page following <laughs> this game either at this pace. <laughs> oh, man, 80 Merry to Christmas. Play. Merry Christmas, you filthy animal. <laughs> Now Christo Ray runs the offense with a minute eight to play in the half, trailing 41 to 14. I saw you kind of grimace before you said that one too. A second thought about that one before you said it, Joe. A good floater to the basket. Zahir Rawls puts in two. Jack Rothenberg, Alan Powell, Paulus, a three. Good. Bang, bang. 
45 seconds to play first half, 44 to 16. That Paul, she does such a great job setting his feet, lining up his shoulders. It's a great, he's, he's got a great shot and great form. Rawls, extra pass to the baseline, Freeman. And now DeAndre Scarborough just into the game. The 5'10 sophomore handles the basketball. Rothenberg out high in the 1-3-1 zone. A little Allen Powell, the one that's deep, Joe. Here's a, wow, how do you even describe that? A running floater off the glass from 18 feet away, and it's good. Lucky. So here Rawls. Now Powell gets to the basket, puts it up, can't get it over the front rim. Two seconds to shoot. They're going to have to launch. Scarborough does from half court and off the backboard. No good. We go to halftime. LaSalle leads 44-18 to against Christo Ray in the second game at home this season, but the first in a couple weeks, Joe, and they look pretty fresh. Yeah, and you really have to you got to be impressed by what you've seen so far from LaSalle. I, I think, you know, most most importantly for the, for the Explorers this year um, is the lead, the cushion, is giving Coach Dempsey the opportunity to play a lot of guys together in, 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 mat, in scenarios where they might not otherwise be able to have that same luxury. Um, you're, you're seeing a lot of extended time from the sophomore class, um, and they're getting opportunities to play you know, extended minutes with the seniors, yep. with uh, Sean Stein, with, with, with the two sophomores we knew about coming in and Alan Powell. So you know, it's just a good opportunity. To be, it's a good leeway and some affordability to be able to take some flexibility and get different looks. Yeah, absolutely right. And so LaSalle has done pretty well with all that, certainly very successful with 44 points in the first half. Offense moving, getting a lot of easy buckets in transition, and Chris Ray just slow getting back. But we'll take our break right now, and up next is the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show live on BLS. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. And this portion of today's game brought to you by Dunphy Ford. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215-287. 9292 or CUP Wawa. The attorneys at Hallen Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215 287 9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. 
Elmark Signs and Graphics, your choice for custom signs and design, has been servicing the Philadelphia area for over 30 years. From illuminated signs to vehicle wraps, Elmark Signs is your choice for all your custom signs needs. Elmark delivers high-quality signs with a courteous, helpful, and experienced staff. Visit them at lmarksigns.com or give them a call at 610-692-0525. Again, that's lmarksigns.com, 610-692-0525. Go check out their website for some great examples of signs that Elmark has created and be sure to tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. lmarksigns.com, your choice for custom signs and design. Hi, this is Rob Stott with Bob Long Sports. BLS is the official host of the pregame show for the Philadelphia Soul. Be sure to tune in before every home game for featured interviews with head coach Clint Dolzell and quarterback Dan Radabaugh, as well as player profiles. We even get the opportunity to speak with AFL Commissioner Scott Butera. Commissioner of the Arena Football League, Scott Butera on the line. You do a tremendous job. I, you know, of all the you know, local broadcast teams, you know, by far Philadelphia is the gold standard in our league. You know, I wish they all could be like that because you really understand our game. You promote it well. And- so be sure to tune in 30 minutes before every home game and check at Bob Long Sports on Twitter for programming updates. This is Bob Long here, and you certainly know me from BLS, doing LaSalle College High School broadcasts, our weekly radio shows, and everything in between. However, during the 9 to 5, I am a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia area. If your business is looking for financing or any other type of assistance, you can reach me at 215-328-2578. That's 215-328-2578. I've had experience in the energy industry, healthcare, public finance, as well as in manufacturing and leasing. Bob Long, a commercial banker in the greater Philadelphia market, helping your businesses grow. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to tell you about the good folks over at City Year Philadelphia. Every day, the dedicated young adults at City Year make an impact in high-need schools in Philadelphia and in 26 other cities across the country by serving students who need extra help to stay on track to graduate. If you are ages 17 to 24 and are interested in serving as a tutor, role model, or mentor, check out the inspiring stories at hashtag MakeBetterHappen. City Year is currently accepting applicants for the next school year. Hey, Bob Long Sports fans, how can you stay involved with the site anytime? A reminder to follow us on Twitter, at Bob Long Sports. You can also access our Facebook group. Just search Bob Long Sports and it'll come right up. And then, if you have a smartphone, you can listen to any of our live programming by visiting the Ustream app, that's U-S-T-R-E-A-M, searching Bob Long Sports, all one word, and you can access any live programming on the Bob Long Sports Network. So be sure to stay connected to Bob Long Sports. Welcome to the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show on Bob Long Sports. This is the Howland Hess O'Connell Halftime Show. It's live here on BLS as LaSalle takes on Cristo Ray. And leads 44-18, to 18. Bob Long, Joe winning alongside. And we start now talking about this game, Joe, because the Explorers looking pretty solid, shooting just a clip below 50% on the night, uh, 17 for 36. And then from beyond the three, pretty impressively, 5 for 11. 
And uh, what you see is, is a team here in LaSalle that's comfortable shooting the three ball, guys that you know love to launch, and uh, you saw some pretty good looks too, considering the way they move the basketball. Yeah, and, and you know, you'd love to know from the looks in the ba- in the paint uh, that they missed on how many of those they were able to corral back in and get po- t- turn points out of. Sure, um, especially in the fr- in that opening quarter, uh, you know, Conrad Kiska and Zach Cross are both a uh, couple misses underneath were able to collect their own rebounds and go back up and score. So, you know, if, even if even when they're not converting, um, you know, the holiday season is, is continuing on in terms of giving them second opportunities and gifts back in bunnies. Mm-hmm. And what you're seeing for the LaSalle Explorers is, you know, a possible star being born in sophomore Zach Chrysler already with 12 points. He has eight rebounds, Joe, one on the offensive side, eight defensively, but just completely controlling this. And, of course, it's a Cristo Ray team that doesn't have a lot of size inside. So, of course, a 6'8 sophomore is going to get his way. But you're seeing the strength and the touch, both on both on defense and offense. That's the most, uh, what I would consider the most impressive part. Well, yeah, and, and I would say the way the way he's been able to do it, the variety of ways, um, you know, knocking down a three earlier on in, in, in the first in the first quarter, running the floor, getting the rebound, kicking it out, running it, you know, getting rewarded and scoring, mm-hmm. uh, backing his man down. It, the, the variety of ways that he's showing you that he's able to impact a game and get points on the board, I mean, it just it gives you something to really look forward to. Sure. Uh, this year, moving forward, it's just it's a it's a really a ray, a ray of hope, a ray of you know what for, for you know for LaSalle for the last couple years has been not we don't we didn't have a whole lot of size, right? Um, especially size that was more comfortable being in the paint, and there's no doubt. I mean, he can score from outside, but he can dominate you down low too. Yeah, that's exactly right, and I think he's going to be really, I mean, he's not a project. That's not the way I want to describe it, but he's a guy that, you know, I think Joe Dempsey and the basketball program here at LaSalle knows we can mold into a pretty darn good basketball player, and, you know, he's already going to get some looks from programs, but uh, his his ability to develop physically, to develop even more as a basketball player, you know, is going to what is going to what to be going to allow him to really take that even further step into uh, to that D1 conversation. Again, this is the Helen Hess O'Connell Halftime Show live on it. BLS, and we do have a Helen Hess O'Connell attorney live in uh, the studio with us here. Joe? Trying to throw down those big words, make myself sound... Absolutely, you know? man. Absolutely. So what can you tell us about the organization that you can do better than I can? Oh, tell us about Helen Hess O'Connell. Yes, General practice firm located uh, in Huntington Valley. Great team of attorneys, uh, including one... Uh, LaSalle alumni, well, two now with myself included, yes. but uh, Michael Cassidy. Um, and, you know, it's just whether your problem's big, small, um, criminal, civil, uh, we can, you know, we're, we're in a good position uh, with our with our team of attorneys to go client first. And, and, and our goal is to make, to, you know, to get your job done um, in the most efficient and, and, and best way for you. So. Yeah, thanks for, thanks for letting me speak on that a little bit. Oh, of course. That. Well, thank you for the partnership. It's been a real pleasure all year long. It has, and you do a great job. We always say it, and um, I think the whole LaSalle community knows how lucky we are to have um, the ability to sit, you know, sit in Glenside or sit in Avalon, New Jersey, type in Bob Long, Sport, Bob Long Sports, get to the Ustream and hear any game we want. I mean, it's, it's, it's something that a lot of schools wish they could do. Appreciate that, my friend. We're almost ready for the second half. In fact, Team's on to the floor right now. Chris are a little late coming out of the locker room, so a bit of a delay, but we are back to action. Now Conrad Kiska gets the basketball. They work it to Paulus, left wing three. 
No good off the front rim. A strong board from Samaj White. The score, 44-18, to 18, underway here in the third quarter. Taken away from behind, but a foul called on Jared Stukes on the drive to the basket from DeAndre Scarborough. You know, I'm really never one to criticize being unselfish on the, on the floor. Uh, but Comrade Kisk that time, right, right underneath the basket. You'd really like to see him go up strong with that ball. He was on the, on the right-hand side with his back to the basket. I'm not sure he realized how close he was and how easy it would have been for him to turn around and potentially convert that into two. Should have been a kick basketball, nothing called. Instead, it goes out of bounds as Chrysler chased it down. I think the head oh, coach yeah, of there's, uh, no, there's, there's, there's no explanation out of that. Yeah. Everybody in the gym saw that one, cuz. <laughs> now Scarborough is going to come back up. But I guess all's well that ends well. Would have gone back to Crystal Ray. And now they nearly turn it over. Knocked out of bounds. Last touched, indeed, by the blue pride of Crystal Ray. Back to LaSalle it goes. And that's been the problem with Crystal Ray tonight. They just dribble into pressure far too often. I mean, you watch Jared Stoops. He'll give the ball before the pressure comes, whereas the guards for Crystal Ray just allow the pressure to collapse on him. Zach Chrysler gets the rebound off the shot from Conrad Kiska, but gives it up. Nice job by Desi Smith. Now Smith, <laughs> Smith really dribbled it into traffic. It was tipped out of bounds, says the referee. Sean Simon doesn't think he did, so it will stay with Christo Ray. Bob, the, the, the Cardinals sit there, committed by Zach Chrysler. You're six foot eight. The next tallest guy on the court, six foot four for, for on the defensive side. Don't bring that ball down. Brought it down. Brought it down to their level. Uh, had it swiped away. Now Christo Ray with the basketball again. They nearly throw it away. Elijah Warner now. Warner comes just inside the three-point line, picks up his dribble, and throws a bounce pass. Very lucky to be caught by Desi Smith. Smith goes one-on-one against Kiska, throws it up over him. Back iron, no good. Wide open for... Jared Stukes, who looks to pause, he kind of kicked it out of bounds. Claps his hands knowing he gave away an opportunity there on the break, and it goes back to the Blue Pride. Probably the first mistake made by the senior combination uh, of Matt Paulus and Jared Stukes that time. Stukes, a good feed. Uh, the senior Paulus just not able to handle it in transition. But Six. once again, LaSalle able to get out in a transition with an opportunity to score. Jared Sooks just takes it away from Scarborough, goes to the bucket, double clutches, and finishes off the glass. That's a big-time finish as Samaj White was back there for the shot block opportunity. And it's those rare glimpses where you really see, you know, you see a Mars Dukes reincarnate where he gets to the basket, finishes right through the contact. Same thing. It was another steal induced by the pressure of Jared Stukes, and then it came to the feet of Sean Simon. He threw it down the floor, and Stukes finished. Now they lead by 30, 48 to 18. This 1 2 2 uh, full court press defense is one of my favorites. Foul on Matt Paulus in the backcourt. Except when it leads to that. This <laughs> one, because then it, you know what I love about it is it enables, you, it enables you, if you want to stay in the 1 2, you fall right back into it and you're in good position. Sure. But you, know, you see so many teams now at the college level incorporating that in there because it's such a great way to get trapped defense. And with a team that's struggling uh, to get the ball across half court, to dribble the ball. Um, you know, it's a, I think it's a great defense to to put the nail in the coffin in, so to speak. Samaj White threw it inside through the hands of Desi Smith. It was a good pass. He just didn't catch it. And now Conrad Kiska throws it away. He thought Matt Paulus was cutting to the strong side block. Instead, he was going out to the baseline. Ball dribbled out of bounds right in between. I think there was some serious English on that pass, too. You saw the, the rotation yeah. hit. Um, you know, I want to say about five feet down from the free throw line extended, and then took a hard turn towards the, the, the doors. 
Paulus gets in the passing lane, nearly comes up with the steal, instead knocked out of bounds. Kind of went through his right arm, changed direction, and went out of bounds on the sideline. This offense just lacks, lacks so much in terms of ball movement away, movement away from the ball. Rolls, spins, fires, can't hit. In fact, got nothing at all, nothing but air. Now White goes up, can't finish. Rebound down to Chris Ray. Ball's on the ground now. Conrad Kiska throws it. Chrysler extra pass up the floor for Paulus. Spots up for three. Back iron no good. Tipped up, and here comes Chris Ray. Desi Smith goes to the bucket, and that's really just a poor, poor, poor effort that springs the break now for the Explorers. Stukes gets contact, puts it up, just can't get over that front rim, but he goes to the line to shoot two. 4.57 to play, third quarter. LaSalle still leading 48-18. to 18. Yeah, Bob, correct me if I'm wrong. I believe it was, was it Warner there on the take on, in, in transition on, on the last On that last one, Desi Smith. Smith, I'm sorry. You're better off, just, if, if that's the way you're going to shoot it, better off just pulling it back out. And yep. I mean, I don't, I don't blame you. You're six foot eight. You're giving up a ton of size. I'm not, I'm, I'm not knocking you for it. But if that's the best shot that you're going to get, you're better off resetting the offense and giving someone else an opportunity to score because the shot itself never had a chance. Yeah, it really was a, a poor effort. And with that in mind, a timeout on the floor. Full timeout. We'll take a break and come back for the rest of the third quarter. And you're listening to Explore Basketball on Bob Long Sports. This portion of today's game brought to you by Howland Hess O'Connell. The attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell have experience encompassing a wide variety of commercial, property, construction, criminal, and estate litigation. Call today at 215-287-9292 or CUP Wawa. Our attorneys are adept to changes in the law, which is a great benefit to our achievements and your success. Our goal is to handle your situation in a professional manner to get you the justice that you deserve. Our focus is you. Visit us online at howlandhess.com or call 215-287-9292. Now batting for the Philadelphia Phillies, number 26, Chase Utley. Oh, I'm sorry. You're the man. <laughs> And we're back here at Winmore, Pennsylvania. If you did not notice, no, I'm not Dan Baker, but uh, Bob Long here with Joe Winning to call LaSalle College High School basketball. 4.57 to play. Third quarter, Jared Stukes up and good. On the first free throw as he took it to the bucket right before the timeout and was fouled in the shooting motion. Gets Stukes up to eight points for the night. Call it nine with this continued balanced offensive attack from the Explorers. Now 50 to 18, 4.53 to play, third quarter. A 1-3-1 zone. Conrad Kiske at the top, looking for the steal and gets it to the bucket. Fouled and can't get it to go. You're, you're signaling intentional to me, Joe. Make, it's a, close. make, a, make a move for the ball. Yeah. Yep, I was, guess he did. I guess, I mean, from our angle, like I said, from my angle, it looked like he was grabbing the left arm. Yeah. Balls in the right and just yanking it backwards. But yeah, the, score, not, the score might dictate a little bit of that as well. Sure, and, and definitely not the clear path. He was certainly not behind him. He wasn't even with him either. I'm okay with the no call, but can understand where you're coming from. Free throw up and good from Conrad Kitka. Now this LaSalle bench, maybe, again, not with this score, but they would have an issue 
as well with that no call. If you may remember against North Penn, that game was continued, extended, or at the very least gave North Penn a much better chance as Kiska hits both because they called an intentional foul on Matt Paulus, who committed, in my estimation, just a great basketball play to foul at the half-court stripe. LaSalle was up three at the time, and North Penn, before they could get the three-point shot off near the end of regulation, foul came. But the referees took that basketball game into their own hands as the floater is no good from Christo Ray, and up the floor comes Stukes. But they really took it into their own hands, Joe, when they called that intentional foul and gave North Penn the possession after two made free throws. Stukes all the way to the bucket. Can't finish with the left hand. Pretty good contest by Samaj White. Now spinning is Scarborough to the bucket. Inside he goes. And Zaheer Rawls can't hold the basketball. Out of bounds past the end line. Back to LaSalle it goes. And it's just kind of it's been for Christo Wright. Good job in transition. A great feed into Rawls. He's unable to hold on to it out of bounds. Another possession for the Explorers. But you got a lot. I mean, we're seeing a whole lot of defensive, different def defensive looks. And what a luxury to be able to have a six foot six big man up top of your one three one with that type of athleticism in Conrad Kiska. Two three zone here for Christo Ray. They go to the baseline. Good look into Baldini. Floater is good off the feet from Brett Werner. Once again, great ball movement for the Explorers. Fifty four to eighteen. They are now tripling Christo Ray. Here's a shot from the baseline. The three is no good. Had some side spin. McMahon looks up the floor and decides against going deep to Simon. Powell throws it through the hands of Simon. There's Baldini. Powell has a baseline look. If he wants it, gives it up. And LaSalle will slow down the offense. 3-11 to play third quarter, leading by 36. Yeah, certainly no need to rush here at this point for LaSalle. If the shot's there, if it's an open basket, you take, you take the look. And there's the look. Top of the cream. McMahon, no good. Rebound to Emmanuel Reese. Timeout on the floor. Yeah, that was easy to see. Yeah, number 24, Jaheim Aiken sits down. He looked like he was in a lot of pain running down the floor, Joe. Yeah, I thought he went I thought he went uh, knee, uh, knee to knee with Matt McMahon. Uh, and you see McMahon still out there. It doesn't look to be showing any of the effects, but he, just, he hobbled over as he went off the floor. Yeah, sometimes just how you get hit in a situation like that. Now a baseline drive. They look up top, and they nearly throw it away. Now dribbled off the foot. Saves it from backcourt. Here's Scarborough. Scarborough to Reese. Here's the three from Rawls. Left wing three is good for Zaheer Rawls. And once again, they got to work on that here at LaSalle, Joe. Twice on both sides, they've had that net pop up and get caught on the rim, and now that'll lead to a 30-second timeout here on the floor with 2.35 to play. In the third quarter, a 54-21 to 21 lead for LaSalle. There ain't nothing you need to work on there. That's just pure shooting. Back <laughs> to my grade school days, my dad wouldn't let me leave the gym until I, I switched one through true. Spoken like a true shooter and not a uh, television broadcast partner. Well, you know what? Maybe they want those stops. Just get more commercials in you there. You know, that's exactly right. Pump it in. Alan S. O'Connell, get us, get us moving. <laughs> you don't need us to get you moving, but we'll, we'll, right, we'll be happy to just give you that extra push whenever we can, my friend. But it's really, Bob, it's so good having the opportunity. I, think, I don't think you can really underestimate it. Having the opportunity to get some of these younger players, these sophomores on the floor together, mixed in with a junior here and there. I mean, obviously this year uh, the Catholic League itself is pretty wide open, but you know we're talking about a, a – a, potentially 
um, you know, a once in a decade type of class in this in this two, class of 2019. Sure thing, and here's one of them right now. Alan Powell with the basketball. Luke Baldini to the baseline. McMahon could have and probably should have taken that shot. Now Rothenberg has the basketball, and they reset with the point guard, Alan Powell. Nobody guarding Jack Rothenberg. Now they pick up. McMahon has it on the baseline. Powell head fakes and hands back to Matt McMahon. Well, Sal going to stay in that weak side offense. Looks like they're trying to get a three cross court. Powell might be the target now. Yeah, this is very deliberate, Joe. They're looking for a specific look and trying to get the play to run it. I mean, they could have taken multiple shots on right. this possession. Now they look to Powell. He launches a three. Back iron, no good. Werner with the tip. McMahon has the basketball taken away from him. Now two on one, and the foul is committed by Allen Powell. It's not a bad foul there against number 32, Desi Smith, just to stop the momentum. I think that should be Powell's third, though. And indeed it is. Team third here in the second half. But couldn't you get the feel that they were looking to get the ball? Just with the way they were moving it through, they were looking to get the ball into Powell's hands with an opportunity to score, it felt like, on that possession. It did. It did. And it didn't matter how long it took, given situation. This is a time to work on things. Yeah, I saw something very similar, Joe. I agree. A minute 25 to play. Third quarter. LaSalle leading 54-21. to Rawls shoots, and that was well short. Didn't get any rim, kind of short-armed it from the elbow. Back to LaSalle it goes. Yeah, it's a shame. It, it's almost like he has, uh, speaking about Zaheer Rawls, has a different shot from the three-point line than he does from from the free-throw line. Um, last last possession, last time they, the, the Crystal Ray scored was off a long three. That time it wasn't even close. Rothenberg spins in the lane, looks for Werner. One power dribble, gets it back to Luke Baldini. Baldini is picked from behind but fouled. Number 31, DeAndre Scarborough, will be tabbed as the culprit, and LaSalle will get it underneath their own basket. Scarborough's first, team's third. There's, you know, there's something about Luke Baldini that kind of reminds me of like, almost that bruiser type, that Chris Ferguson from last year that would come in there, really not afraid to scramble it up. The three is no good from Baldini from the baseline, and back the other way comes Scarborough. That was not a Chris Ferguson type shot. <laughs> No, Ferguson likes to bank on oh, no doubt. home from three against Newman Garetti. I tell you, that was one of memorable, one of the most memorable moments from that season last year. And I certainly hope our good friend Chris Ferguson is doing well up the University of Maine right now. Now with 30 seconds to play in the third quarter, Scarborough pulls it up. Rawls has it at the three-point line. Scarborough gets it back. LaSalle in that zone. More reminiscent of a 2-3 zone, and McMahon gets a steal on the double team. Well done to come and just take the ball away from Rawls. And the way you beat a zone, you beat it by passing. They're dribbling right into that pressure. It's, oh, it's a shame. Five to shoot. Powell gets to the bucket, but the follow is good from Brett Werner, and that's it for the third quarter. Alan Powell went with the underhanded scoop, couldn't get it over the front rim, and like a panther... Werner comes in and finishes off the glass. Really solid. Understood where that basketball was and just didn't matter who was in his way. Got to the basket and it, finished. Real it must, solid. It's got to be a beautiful thing to be that athletic. <laughs> it does. You know? I mean, to be able to be the type of soccer star that he is, transition right over on the basketball court, yep. crashing the board. Like you said, the, the, the timing, the anticipation, to know exactly where that ball. He put himself in a great position um, to score, wrap up the third quarter, which was otherwise kind of a little bit more of a slow, slow it down type quarter, 10 yep. seconds. You like the drive by Powell trying to score, 
to run out to, to, to take it out to take the third quarter to its end. And there you have Warner coming in right behind him to tip yeah. it in. The you, me- you mentioned must be nice to be that athletic. What is that like, Joe? Why don't you tell us? <laughs> Joe who? Joe winning. Oh no, yeah. <laughs> you're looking at the you're looking at the wrong guy, cuz. Yeah, I think we got we have to talk to talk to some of our maybe maybe Rob Forrester, the Forrester boys. They might know what it's like yes, to sir. be to be that kind of athletic. All right, at the end of three quarters, 56-21, Explorers lead. We won't take the break, but remind you to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. DunphyFord.com, a family-owned dealership for over 40 years. Kevin Dunphy, our good friend there, owns the dealership, sent his son Tyler here to LaSalle, a great LaSalle man. Again, DunphyFord.com, 7700 Frankfurt Avenue. Go see him here this holiday season. They'll be sure to give you a great deal and tell them that Bob Long Sports sent you. And Bob, I don't think these referees are going to let you take much of, much of a break from here no, on I, I don't, and I don't blame them. <laughs> so we're going to have to uh, make sure we, we keep our sponsors happy on the fly, right, Joe? No doubt. So now LaSalle back into the zone as Christo Ray, dressed in the road blues, moves from left to right. Marquise Freeman lays off. And a good basket on the cut from Elijah Warner. Really good offensive set. Really good offensive set. Moving the ball, got it from the right to the left. Got that. That was the kind of that's the kind of offense that you know something you can take out of a game. It's like that one good golf shot. It keeps you coming back. That's the type of offensive <laughs> set that you want to replicate moving forward, where you were unselfish with the ball, got your hand, got the ball into the hands of a man in position to score and a good pass to, to finish it. That's a beautiful expression, like the one golf shot that keeps you coming back, man. Now they look to Luke Baldini, and they throw it away. Rothenberg couldn't get it there. Scarborough to the basket, way too strong off the glass. Alan Powell really kind of gave up on the contest, but Scarborough didn't think so. That altered the shot. Werner scores off the feet from Jack Rothenberg, and Joe, that's just ball watching by Christo Ray. Really no other way to say it. Well, no, that, you, you talked about Alan Powell at the time kind of giving up on the contest. I, mean, I know what the score is, and I think he knows he's going to get some Extended playing time here. He's not picking up that fourth foul. Here's a top of the key three. No good. Rothenberg goes up high and gets the board, and he'll take it up the floor himself. A really good ball handler. Jack Rothenberg, a sophomore, I think is going to get more and more playing time as the year goes on. I agree. I really like what he's done so far tonight. McMahon, no good on the three. Werner puts it up and good all in one motion, and Werner all of a sudden have a really nice second half. 12 points total in the game for Zach Werner. I'm sorry, Brett Werner. Yeah, Brett Werner, the starting goalkeeper on the LaSalle soccer team that went to the PIAA state tournament. A really nice run through the state tournament. Just a few rounds shy of, of that goal of the state championship. But Werner's going to be here again next year, anchoring in net. And it'll be a great thing for LaSalle soccer. One of the best they've seen here for sure. Bob, another fine student athlete of LaSalle College High School checking into the game, Danny Selecki out of the... Anchile Assumpte Academy. Elijah Werner. Elijah Werner up and good off the glass. And, yes, Selecki, a fine student athlete. And I certainly know uh, that he is, you know, no more of a, a favorite to you than anybody else, of course, Mr. Anchile Assumpte. That's accurate. That's Dan, accurate. Dan, Dan Rimaldi. Danny Selecki. Danny Selecki. Who Nick else Hoff- you got? Nick Hoffman. Phil Held. Oh, uh, that's right. Joey Brown. That's TJ right. was, Brown. Wow. You know? Yes. We, got, we, 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 have, we have a stable. We have mm-hmm. a stable. You know? Coach Dench does a great job getting, getting some 
some getting that town out of uh, out of Anchelia Sumpta sure Academy thing. and working them, polishing them up. Yep. You know. Yep. And it's always good as a as a coach of the fifth and sixth grade team to see these kids when they went from being you know 10, 11 years old, twelve years old, to now being in high school contributing at the high school level. It's, sure. It's really cool as Nick Hoffman. Number 30 also checks in. Number 20, excuse me, also checks in for the Explorers. Again, out of the Anchelay Assumpta Academy. That's right. So what are they going to call this defense? Oh, this will be offensive set for LaSalle. The, the double-A offensive set, Anchelay Assumpta. We need one more. You know, triple-A, and then you're ready to rock. That's true. Now Hoffman has the basketball on the left wing to Selecki, and they move it around the floor. Baldini has it now on the right wing. Powell looks to Hoffman. Zone defense here. Double team comes on Isaiah Sneed. Hoffman gets the pass up to Powell. Hesitation dribble through the lane, and he's fouled. Will that go against Emmanuel Reese? No, instead. Number 30, Elijah Warner. Turn around and finish. From Luke Baldini, he got himself in great position. The feed off the inbounds play, turned and fired. Nick Hoffman with the feed. <laughs> Put him on and the a, board, Joe. And a, and a great job with Baldini, knowing where he is underneath the basket, using that left hand so efficiently and scoring in, in, in the paint. 4.57 to play. LaSalle leads 62-25 to 25 over Christo Ray. Here from Winmore, Pennsylvania. Anthony Rogers just into the game. They go to the baseline now. Rogers back up top. Extra pass. Rogers going to launch a long three. No good off the backboard. And Baldini with the board. We've you know, talked about some of the shortcomings um, of Christo Ray and, and, and where they are, where they're located in the city. Um, you know, they're going to have opportunities uh, and access to pretty, some pretty good talent. It's going to be whether or not they can capitalize on it. Selecki no good on the three. Hoffman gets it back. He can't finish. Gets his own rebound and is fouled on the way up. Hoffman will shoot two at the line. 4-14 to play. 62-25. Explorers lead. At the scorer's table, number five, Brett Malley. And number four, Emmanuel Fryer. Pure. That's right. Wouldn't expect anything less, Joe. No, no. Stellar athlete, stellar, stellar individual, great student. End over and spin, no good on the second. Play down on the rim. The rebound to Emmanuel Reese. Zone defense for LaSalle. We're under four minutes to play. An entirely junior varsity lineup here, likely for the remainder of this basketball game. Coach Stamps doing the right thing, though, getting his guys. You know, these are the guys that work Monday to Friday to get this varsity team in position. They run the sets to get LaSalle's varsity squad ready. Um, so they deserve these minutes. It's good to see them getting it. Selecki gets by the first defender. Double team comes on him, gives it up, and back the other way comes Christo Ray. Numbers here as Scarborough gets to the bucket. Off the glass, no good. Tapped up by Sneed, but Chris O'Reilly will retain possession. It's almost like, you know, it's, it's a near lack of awareness. There really wasn't that going to be that much of a contest to the shot. 
he could have gl glided right in there, you know, with a finger roll layup. And instead, again, almost that cat catapult type shot at the, at, at the rim. I just don't understand. That's a pretty good head go. fake right there. Anthony Rogers lets the traffic fly by and puts it in from two feet away. Timeout on the floor. A full timeout. We'll take a break. Come back on the other side. You're listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball on Bob Long Sports. 63-27, to 27, Explorers lead. And we'll be right back. Bob Long from Bob Long Sports here, and I want to urge all our listeners to visit our friends at Dunphy Ford in the Northeast. Dunphy Ford has all the latest Ford models, trucks, SUVs, and sedans. They also have a wide selection of used cars, trucks, and SUVs as well. Owned by a LaSalle graduate and a proud sponsor of Explorers Basketball, Dunphy Ford should be your first stop to buy or lease a new car. Visit them at 7700 Frankfurt Avenue in the Northeast or at DunphyFord.com. Check out the team of attorneys at Howland Hess O'Connell for all your estate planning needs. Located at 2444 Huntington Pike in Huntington Valley, Howland Hess O'Connell specializes in the drafting of wills, powers of attorney, and living wills. Partner Michael Cassidy, a LaSalle High School graduate and father of Michael Cassidy, Jr., class of 2009, is a proud alumnus and former quarterback for your LaSalle Explorers. Call today at 215 287 9292 or C-U-P Welcome back. LaSalle College High School Basketball against Christo Ray live here on Bob Long Sports with Bob Long and Joe winning to bring you the final three minutes of action in this one. 63-27 LaSalle leads. And hopefully no more full-time or full-time outs. <laughs> Tell me how you really feel. Here's Brett Malley with the basketball. They feed back up top. A three, no good. Selecki with the board. To the weak side block, up and good off the glass. Anchele peppering the scoreboard. <laughs> it was Joe Dempsey who shot the three that was no good, but that's also the son of head coach Joe Dempsey. Playing junior varsity right now for LaSalle, just a sophomore, and a foul is called against the Explorers, against Emmanuel Fryer. Fryer plays good minutes for the JV, primary point guard on that team, and a guy that LaSalle will likely see in the coming years here on this varsity team at five foot nine, just a sophomore. Just another one out of that sophomore class, super loaded. Super loaded. Not just numbers, but quality on that sophomore class, without a doubt. 2-12 to play. LaSalle works on the zone. In the final few minutes of this one, Anthony Rogers has the basketball. Double team comes on him and dribbles out of it. Rawls behind the three-point line looks for Rogers, And he threw it right back to Rawls. He didn't see it there. They throw it back in bounds, but uh, it was actually a backcourt violation before that even occurred. Let me tell you a something about A little pirouette there, Joe. Anybody that might be, you know, you just mentioned that Coach, uh, Coach Dempsey's son uh, on the team, anybody that might think there's any – type of nepotism there. Never saw him play because this kid is tough. I had the misfortune of having to coach against him. He is tough as nails and can really play basketball. He's going to be another one of these valued members of the sophomore class. Brett Malley spins through the double, looks for Selecki. Selecki picks up the dribble and finds Malley. Malley committed to the University of Maryland for lacrosse, also a star football player for LaSalle. Really ended up being their second option at wide receiver behind Troy Holland this year. Phenomenal player. Fryer, here's a three. Back iron no good, and the rebound down to Rawls. 
Rawls goes up the floor with a minute 20 to play. They trail 65-27. to LaSalle going to win this game and get to 4-3. and three. Ball taken away by Brett Malley. Three on one. Looks for Fryer. Fryer might have traveled. Not called. Tipped back into the air. And now Danny Selecki has the basketball. They'll back it up for Fryer. Sneed has it on the baseline. They're giving him the three. He doesn't take it. And a timeout by Dempsey, but that'll just be for substitution purposes. Malley will come out of the game. Nick Hoffman back in. Well, that was annoying. <laughs> Better than a full timeout, Joe. Indeed. Oh, no, I don't mean that. I meant the ball slapping right below us. I'm sorry. Oh, I see. I don't, our, I don't know if our mics caught that. Oh, I, I'm sure the listeners caught that one. Selecki for three. Bang! Right wing. Uh-huh. In stride and pure. That's six for Angela something Academy. That excitement was just for you, Joe. Oh, man, I, I love it. So now Danny Selecki from Joe's. Uh, with five. Know. Nick Hoffman with yeah. one. Anchile, as usual, showing out. 16 seconds to play. Christo Ray in no particular hurry. They trail 68 to 27. We'll see if they take a shot here. They'll launch one, I'm sure, before the end. Rawls has it, top of the key. Rawls comes baseline, spins, fires at the buzzer, no good. Actually a block for Isaiah Sneed, so add that to the scoring total as well. And that's the end of the ballgame, 68-27. to 27. The Explorers win convincingly here on Boxing Day and move into tournament play where they'll play at the Widener Scholastic Play-By-Play event. It begins against Carlisle at 4.30 on Thursday afternoon, and then they'll play against St. Elizabeth's in Delaware at 1.45 on Friday, both of those games live on Bob Long Sports. Joe, certainly some things to take away in this game. I think LaSalle had the opportunity to learn some things about themselves in a pretty non-pressure-packed environment. Is there anything in particular that you see them maybe working on right now in a game like this that they may have uh, improved upon oh, Bob, opportunity I, I, like this. Absolutely. What, what, what that was was identifying the strengths and, and, and going to it. Um, you know, we, we didn't have the opportunity to say, say either player's names a whole lot in the second half, but the first half performances from, from Conrad Kiska and Zach Chrysler, um, you know, what they were able to do against a smaller and a lot of times this year, I mean, not a whole lot of teams outside your Newmans, your Archbishop Woods, you know, maybe Carroll and Roman are going to have a team that can match up with the size that LaSalle puts out there every night. Sure. Um, so you're, you're really, you know, you're happy to see Zach Chrysler getting to the basket. You're happy to see Conrad Kiska, you know, not only knocking down threes, but attacking the rim with, you know, three big league two-handed jams in that first half. That's what you're looking for, and that's what you got. Um, you know, you can say it, you can talk about it all the time. Um, you know, perhaps this was a lesser team, but LaSalle played up to, you know, they did what they're supposed to do against that type of team. They handled their business, and that's how you walk out of here with this type of convincing win. Yes, indeed. A 41-point win here at LaSalle. A big-time big, big time opportunity moving forward now. Two more games, Joe, and then they move into Philadelphia Catholic League play on the road at Lansdale Catholic on January the 3rd. It's a big time here in high school sports and specifically LaSalle basketball. Now this is another 
another step along the way, a learning opportunity. But some big games coming up at Widener, and uh, I know you'll be you know around throughout the season. We're excited to have you back. It's the first time I've called a game with uh, with you since Philadelphia Catholic League That's semifinals, right. That's which right. I was listening to the other day. It was a phenomenal basketball game, Joe. And hopefully um, this time, this time next year. You're driving back, listening to LaSalle Carroll or LaSalle right. Roman or, or whatever right. it might be. Yes, sir. All right, a good basketball game from LaSalle. Final stats here. LaSalle goes 26 for 62 from the field, 41%. 20 for 41 from two-point range. And 6 for 21, 28% from three. From a points perspective, it's going to be pretty spread out. A lot of the starters didn't play in the second half, but Stukes had nine. Kiska with 12. Chrysler with 12. Werner had 10 in big minutes in the second half. McMahon with a 3. Matt Paulus had 7. 2 for 5 from 3 for him. Danny Selecki had 5. Alan Powell with 2. Baldini had 4. And Sean Simon, 1 for 4 from the field. He had 3. Nick Hoffman with 1. Nick Hoffman with 1. Angela on the board for 6. Phenomenal. Phenomenal. So, We'll uh, bid everybody adieu for today, but for my color commentator, Joe Winning, I'm Bob Long saying Merry Christmas, Happy Boxing Day, and thanks for listening to LaSalle College High School Basketball. They win 68-27 to over Cristo Ray, and we'll see you on Friday at 4.30 as they take on Carlisle from the Widener Scholastic Play-by-Play Invitational.